the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Celebrating two decades on air. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Nonprofit group Look Ahead America holding a rally in Washington today to show support for those charged with nonviolent crimes in the January 6th Capitol attack. Matt Brainerd, head of the group, says they gathered for a peaceful protest. We don't want any today, and we condemn the political violence that happened on January 6th. Anybody who engaged in that kind of violence or property destruction that day deserves to be tried with a speedy trial. They found guilty, locked up for a long time. Brainerd says the rally was not about former President Trump, President Biden, or the last election. Extensive police present today at the rally. Afghan survivors of the U.S. drone strike that killed 10 members of their family say an apology is not enough. U.S. says it was a tragic mistake. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. A general faces some tough questions. We are getting very close to politicizing the military at the top levels in a way that's going to do lasting damage. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, glad to have you along today. Sunny and a high of 76, and tomorrow a high of 88. Our September Ragnary Book of the Month is How to Raise a Conservative Daughter by Michelle Easton. Register to win a copy of the book by signing up now at the Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Ragnary Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. Coming up next, The Narn with Mitch Berg. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. And, lest you forget, and are driving around the West Metro, FM 107.5 in the West Metro area. The miracle of clean, crystal clear FM sound. Anything west of the Mississippi River out to probably Wyzetta. Anything from probably, I don't know, North Brooklyn Park, South Coon Rapids down to Shakopee. Be maybe savage. You can hear us out there on crystal clear FM sound at the 107.5. For those of you who have wondered, if there's, is there a world beyond AM radio? There isn't much, but if there is, it's FM 107.5. And if you're out of range of radio for whatever reason, terrestrial radio, good enough for most of us here in the metro area, but... If you're out uh, in, a, in an area where there's a dead spot, if you're if you're more than 50 miles from the Twin Cities, we've got it for you. We got you covered there as well. Uh, a, uh, AM12A, has the live stream. We're available on any number of live streaming apps, including iHeart or uh, Radio.com, or our personal favorite, the AM12A, the Patriot app. That's right, we have an app. Everyone's got one these days. This is uh, the one we like to recommend, partly because it's ours. Partly because it gets you all of our programming directly live-streamed to you, wherever you're at, with no muss and fuss whatsoever. And here's the other cool part. If you come to station events, 
That's to say, some of the events that we have, uh, you get. Uh, that's how you get your questions through to the 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 person uh, to the what, persons of interest to the suspects. No, to the stars of the evening here, including our event coming up on uh, October sixth, just a couple weeks out here, uh, which is sold out by the way. But if you are coming to the event, if you've got a question you want to ask Dennis Prager or Charlie Kirk, the other co-star of the event. That's how you get your questions through via the AM twelve eighty the Patriot app. In addition, some other cool uh, specials you can get yourself. It gets you kind of inside shot on the Patriot fan club and other other such goodies. So, so many ways to listen to not only this broadcast but the entire Patriot lineup. The choices are. Enough to overwhelm someone like Bernie Sanders. You recall during the uh, last round of election, there's just too much choice out there. Too many things. You go out there to the store and there's 20 different kinds of ketchup. This is a good thing. You're a conservative. You've got a brain in your head. You can make choices based on relative merits and demerits and, and figure out the right choice for you. And this is a good thing, whether it's ketchup, whether it's presidential candidates or gubernatorial candidates, for that matter. We'll come back to that in a moment here. Or whether it's your means of streaming or listening live or tuning in via social media, for that matter. We are live on Twitter, MeWe, Parler, and Gab.com, all three of the big uh, micro posting networks uh, on the hashtag Narn Show. That's N A R N Show. So if you've got a question that you want to ask via any of those media, go ahead and do it. You can also watch the live stream, which is on right now. I can see you through the lens right now uh, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network fan page on uh, Facebook. And yeah, I know it's Facebook. They are the communist. Uh, they're the, the, the communist uh, social medium along with Twitter. That's fine. Uh, if Ronald Reagan had gone to, I don't know, say uh, a wall in Wyoming and said, tear down this wall, no one would have cared because it's like you're separating freedom from freedom. That's not where the fight was. No, he went to Berlin where the actual fight between East and West, between First World and Second, between freedom and slavery actually was and said, tear down this wall. That's what we do. We go where the fight is. Facebook, Twitter, and right here in the Twin Cities, the battle lines, intellectually speaking, have been drawn for a long time. This has been the front right, front line of the battle between left and right, between freedom and slavery, between between liberty and serfdom, between free markets and the planned economy, between uh, a flowering of Western civilization and a return to the Cold War on the Berlin side of the wall circa about 1974. This is why it's so much fun doing a talk show here. I can speak for my colleagues, Brad Carlson, heard tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. For Jack Tomczak, who's coming up at 3 o'clock right here on AM 1280, The Patriot, the new member of the NARN. Uh, and, of course, for King Banyan, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We look at the battle going on in front of us, on which we have been on the front line, on whose front line we have been for going on 18 years now. This coming March, we are literally past our 18, 17th and a half anniversary of dominating Twin Cities weekend radio, which means, in all honesty, dominating all Twin Cities media. That's how much fun we have doing this and how important it is, along with each and every one of you who I consider several thousand of my closest friends in the world. Big show coming up today, as usual, enough to make me wish that I were doing this uh, on drive time uh, five days a week, three hours a day, like Dennis Prager, like Mike Gallagher, like like Sebastian Golka, like uh, who's the other guy? Larry Elder should be coming back as well here. Speaking of which, he will be coming back. More is a pity for the residents of California, but Good news for radio listeners. He'll be back on Afternoon Drive after he takes some well-deserved time off from running the uh, for for the in the for governor in the California recall election, which happened this past Tuesday and which he lost. I mean, every time you run a chaotic candidacy like that, whether you're running as a Republican for governor of California, where some of the polling was showing he had a shot at one point that where some of the polling was showing there was a considerable dissatisfaction with Gavin Newsom. Well, actually, the poll that mattered on that count was the fact that they actually got the recall passed, which, by the way, is much easier to do in California than it is here in Minnesota. 
much, much easier. You can get almost anything onto a ballot in, in uh, California with a little bit of determination. As we discussed on this show, probably close to a year and a half ago, recalling the governor of uh, Minnesota, exceptionally difficult. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's not. You don't want to have people nullifying elections willy-nilly, barring some real serious malfeasance. Granted, Gavin Newsom created some, well, he, he gaffed it up good. The French Meadow uh, episode and his laughable handing, handling of the COVID pandemic were enough to get enough signatures on enough ballots, uh, passed enough ballot uh, name checkers to push the recall election. And I figured after that it was more a matter of symbolism than anything. And I was more or less right. I mean, Newsom <laughs> got to hand it to him in a state that is dominated two to one by registered uh, voter, uh, voters from his own party. Governor Newsom evaded being recalled by not a two to one margin, by a seven to four margin. Not as good as two to one, by the way, especially l- less a, a, a means for celebration uh, given that he outspent uh, the recall initiative by a ratio of five to one. Under California law, he had no limits on spending as opposed to his challengers who were uh, subject to strict limits. So uh, he, Gov- Governor Newsom was able to outspend all of his opposition together by a ratio of five to one. Uh and that's just in terms of money that actually changed hands. That doesn't count the united efforts of a completely in-the-bag media and entertainment complex and a full turnout of the, the national social nomenclatura in a vote that still saw Newsom's support among Latinos erode even further than it already had. So I, I saw in the immediate aftermath of that election some people, some Republicans, some conservatives, some libertarians on social media going, well, this is a bad bellwether for midterms. Yeah, it is. For Democrats, again, Democrats dominate registered voters by two to one in California. And by that logic... And the logic of the fact that he had, by law, a commanding, dare one say, insurmountable financial advantage, five to one, with Hollywood turning out all of its financial and opinion troops to support the governor. With all of that, Newsom won by a seven to four margin. When I say Newsom won, what it really means is the recall lost. And the recall needed to succeed by 50% plus one for the top challenger, which was Larry Elder, to become governor. So the recall itself lost by a seven to four margin. If California Democrats turned out, all of them, or turned out in proportion to their percentage of the electorate or the registered electorate and and, and voted no, and California Republicans and other parties involved turned out and voted in proportion, yes, it should have been 66-33. It was considerably closer than that. Not close enough, but not nearly as far apart as a 5-to-1 spending margin should have given the governor. There's some other elections coming up, uh, special elections, other elections in the next few months here that should be a much better bellwether of what the midterms might be looking like here as we as we head towards them here, as we head towards well, getting towards 13 months away from the midterms and, of course, Minnesota's gubernatorial election, which brings us, by the way, to our other big news for today's show. We're going to have our first gubernatorial candidate of this cycle on. Uh, we've got six, five or six declared gubernatorial candidates on the GOP side. Uh, Governor Waltz so far has no primary opponent, which is, by the way, uh, brand new for the last, I think, 36 years. They always come up with a primary opponent. It's usually a joke. It's usually a laugh, or other than, uh, than I believe, uh, there have been a few times when the primary, uh, well, actually, yeah, the, the last gubernatorial election, Tim Waltz beat the endorsed candidate, the Aarons, Murphy, and May Quaid in the primary. So, actually, the primary usually holds more sway than the endorsement on the DFL side. But uh, we're going to have uh, one of the six, endor- uh, six 
gubernatorial candidate, five or six gubernatorial candidates. Senator Michelle Benson joins us in the next hour here on the broadcast. I've been looking forward to that for a while. Uh, I'm, oh, by the way, we will have uh, Scott Jensen, former Senator Scott Jensen, on in coming weeks. Uh, if you're one of Paul Gazelka's people, have your people call my people. We'll get him on the air as well. Mike Murphy, Mike Marty, uh, you're all welcome as well. I, I don't know if Bob Carney is officially throwing his hat in the Republican race. Or the DFL race. Uh, the world awaits. But we'll, we'll find out here soon enough. Anyway, if you're one of the candidates, by the way, have your people call my people. But Senator Benson's people, first on the, on the, on the, uh, off the mark here this uh, cycle. Looking forward to talking with Senator Benson here uh, later on in the broadcast. When we come back, though, the entire California recall started in addition to the mishandling of the pandemic. It started with the hypocrisy of the French Laundry episode. You don't have to go to California to find more great examples of that, though. We'll do that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's Hi. Hi. Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. If credit card debt has you down, nonprofit Trinity Debt Management can help. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan. It's a way to become debt-free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Are you ready to pay off your credit cards in less time for less money? Then call for a free no-obligation debt analysis and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free no-obligation debt analysis. Call 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. From director Clint Eastwood comes Cry Macho, the story of being lost. You want me to go down there and kidnap him? Please. And found. Don't miss the Salem Radio Cry Macho sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win $1,000, a Clint Eastwood DVD library, and more. See Cry Macho in theaters and HBO Max. Now playing. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com slash macho. AM twelve eighty the Patriot six five one two eight nine four four eight eight or hashtag Narn Show that's N A R N Show on uh, any of the social media that matter Twitter Gab uh, Parlor MeWe or you can join the live stream at Facebook on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook uh, page Facebook page by the way I just caught the ad there for the Cry Macho sweepstakes this is a big deal folks actually I, I saw Cry Macho last night uh, good move. Oh, like a lot of Clint Eastwood's more recent movies, 
lot more there than meets the eye. Interesting, interesting movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I urge you to uh, check out the movie. And while you do it, uh, check out the Cry Macho Sweepstakes. Uh, by the way, great uh, review of the movie by Armand Hammer, uh, one of my favorite film reviewers uh, at National Review right now. If you go to nationalreview.com, uh, Armand Hammer's got a great review that if I can't convince you to go see, and this sweepstakes doesn't convince you to go see, what the heck, that should do it as well. So check that out. But better yet, just go and go see it in the theater for crying out loud. Uh, it's in theaters right now. Started last night. We want to celebrate in a special way. You can register at am12athepatriot.com for a chance to win $1,000 in cash. That's a good start. Plus a quality brown suede jacket like the one worn by Clint Eastwood in the film. Not it's cool. That was a cool jacket. I was thinking that even last night, but I'd love to have one like that. Plus, a Clint Eastwood, well, this is good, a Clint Eastwood 40 Film Collector's Edition box set and a $50 Fandango movie gift card. Holy cow, that may be one of the best prize packages we've offered here. 40 Film Clint Eastwood collection alone right there. Uh, do it. Go to am12athepatriot.com. Click on the Cry Macho Sweepstakes that's going to be going for a while here, but definitely get in on that. That's uh, Check out the movie. It's actually very, very much worth uh, a, a watch here. I actually went to my first theater movie in a year and a half, well over a year and a half last night, to see Cry Macho. Totally. By the way, written by the same guy from northeast Minneapolis or Columbia Heights, I guess, who wrote uh, Gran Torino. And you can tell the similar. I didn't notice that until I watched the closing credits that, uh, that um, Nick Shank from Columbia Heights actually wrote the guy who wrote the uh, screenplay for the wonderful Gran Torino, uh, one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years. Um, not just because I love telling people to get off my lawn either. Uh, although I do make no mistake about it, but uh, not because I'm old, because it's fun to do. Try it. Tell people to get off your lawn. If you live near a uh, university like I do, uh, near Hamlin University, you wind up doing a lot anyway. So why not enjoy it? Get off my lawn, punk. It works. At any rate, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, get, get, yeah it's, it's worth seeing. First time I've been to a movie in a theater in a while. I recommend it. Anyway, uh, you uh, theaters have been closed because of the pandemic. Perhaps you've heard about the pandemic. It's been all the papers, but theaters are opening up. Uh, and things are going on out there that that point out the fact that COVID is not the only pandemic out there. There's a bit of a pandemic of, how should I term this, civics illiteracy going on here in, in Minnesota. Uh, and, and I point this out as a juxtaposition to how California responded to Gavin Newsom's hypocrisy about going out to uh, to the French Meadow, or sorry, the French Meadow, the French Laundry uh, Restaurant, a top-notch, posh French restaurant in San Francisco, San Francisco I believe, uh, unmasked, hanging out with friends, not social distancing. Uh, and, and you've seen a lot of this this past week. Uh, San Francisco Mayor London Breed was photographed partying, not socially distant at all, uh, in an underground, cramped, airless, stuffy underground club in San Francisco without masks, at least no masks among her and her upper crust friends, who were also partying maskless, while the help walked around with masks, which was an interesting echo of last week's infamous uh, Met Gala. Now, I heard people asking, what is the Met Gala? Uh, why do, do people? It, it was it was a gala that that's a, a big red carpet presentation and show featuring people spending thirty thousand dollars a seat to come to see and to be seen and see some sort of a program that is a benefit for the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which, by the way, has one of the deepest balance sheets and endowments out there. So they're not especially in need of money, but I guess that's how you get a big endowment, financially speaking, is by raising money. And this is one of the, the New York traditions every year that that uh, that gala raises a ton of money for the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which then goes on to display modern art which is well largely trash but that's fine that's fine that's all in the interest of the beholder people want to spend it that kind of money to promote that kind of art it's their their money so far of course alexandria ocasio cortez was there wearing perhaps you've heard about this it was in all the papers as well a haute couture 
dress with Eat the Rich scrawled on the back, which looked, it needs to be said, as social media wags pointed out in practically real time, looks for all the world like a Chick-fil-A bag. And the Chick-fil-A bag is full of much better product. And, and I say that from a pure moral sense, not an aesthetic uh, commentary on either the, the, the dress or Ms. Ocasio-Cortez. But the interesting part, and the reason I bring this up is because, not so much because here you have, as has been expounded on in great depth on all of our national shows this past week, on on Larry, uh, on uh, the Carl Jackson filling in for Larry Elder, on Dennis Prager, on, on Mike Gallagher, on, on all of the big shows, Sebastian Gorka talked about it as well, uh, on the supreme irony to anyone who pays attention to these things of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez going to a $30,000 a plate fundraiser patronized by, it's fair to say, the exceedingly wealthy. I mean, a couple going to this gala will spend more money to go to the gala than the average American citizen makes in terms of median income in a year. A couple going to the Met Gala makes more money than even an entry-level software engineer makes in this country in a year. And so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, virtue signaling, eat, eat, tax the rich, Eat the rich is next. By the way, that's the continuum of hypocrisy uh, in the among this this crowd. Uh, is I, don't know, I hate to say ironic. I hate to say hypocritical because, of course, uh, there there is no actual moral sense to 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 contradict, which is what hypocrisy is: demanding other people make a moral uh, take a moral position that you exempt yourself from. That's what hypocrisy is, not just doing things you said you wouldn't do before, but imposing a moral standard on others to which you exempt yourselves. Like, for example, having a mask mandate, but going out and partying like it's 1999 in a very unhealthy looking basement club like San Francisco Mayor London Breed, who explained it by saying, oh, we were just having fun. Excuse I accept I expect would not work out for I don't know, middle class people trying to have dinner without a or get on a flight or go to a show uh, without having uh, Karen's institutional and otherwise uh, chiding them for their masklessness and making it cost them. See, the the upper class can get away with that uh, these days, as indeed we saw with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez herself, who in walking into the Met demo or to the Met gala, I should say. Met demo. Walking into the gala, she walked in. This was looked like something out of Cinderella. She walked in wearing the the dress that looked like a Chick fil A bag, gloriously unmasked, by the way. No mask in sight on her or on the faces of any of the other eminamentos that were the, the subject of the event, the, the gala attendees, <clears throat> of whom there was a, a long list of A-listers and temporary A-listers. Ra- Megan Rapino was there with uh, some sort of virtue signaling outfit on as well. This year's flavor of uh, leftist, uh, uh, <laughs> this year's models were, were there as well. AOC was there. And the part that, that got my attention more than anything, even even more than the stupid Chick-fil-A dress, was the vision of her walking in with her face fully visible, unmasked, breathing unrestrictedly. <clears throat> and I say this is someone who's had to wear a mask to, to see relatives in nursing homes for quite some time now. Uh in the meantime, her the train of her dress, because so long was this Chick-fil-A bag. Uh, of couture dress uh, in, in its train that it needed a couple of servants. I don't suppose they call themselves servants, but attendants who looked like they were of Latino descent, like Ms. Ocasio-Cortez herself. I kid you not, carrying the train of her dress like they were the attendants to the queen of some country where the queen wears exceedingly long dresses as they walk down aisles and hither and yon, looking like an aristocrat with a couple of footmen carrying the train of her dress behind her. 
And the footmen, it must be pointed out, were wearing what? I don't want to keep seeing the same hands here. They were wearing masks, as were all of the hired help at the Met Gala. You look at all these gloriously unmasked people, all the beautiful people of Manhattan and and the surrounding boroughs, the, the exceedingly wealthy people who spent literally above and beyond the annual income of the typical American to be there for that one night, for that one gala. And it was all the hired help that were masked up there. This should tell you something. Uh, But you don't have to go nationwide to see examples of this kind of hypocrisy, dare I say it, of this sort of rules for thee but not for ye, for not for me, rules for ye, use for all y'all but not for us sorts of thinking. Oh, we'll talk about that when we come back as well as taking your calls at 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that'll provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month, a million for less than than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. Step into Red Wing Shoes this season for waterproof, non-insulated footwear. They feature safety toe and regular toe work boots and shoes. Let their friendly fit experts find you the right footwear for your job in the right size. For outdoor fun this season, check out their vast hiking boots. Remember, Red Wing also carries accessories, polish, socks, inserts, and more. Visit Red Wing Shoes in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Do you need a new battery for your lawnmower, boat, or motorcycle? Full Service Battery offers the lowest prices on batteries in town. Need batteries for your golf cart? Full Service Battery will recycle your old ones and even install the new batteries. Let local, family-owned Full Service Battery put their over 20 years of experience to work for you. They can even custom build a battery cable if you need it. There's only one name you need to remember for batteries, and that's Full Service Battery. Search them online, Full Service Battery. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yeah, i got to tell you this. We were looking forward to uh, celebrating the 20th anniversary with you, Dennis Prager, and Charlie Kirk. But after seeing the responses and how quickly the event, especially the Narn table, sold out, we're even more excited. The Patriot's 20th anniversary gala, that's a gala full of non-hypocrites, is officially sold out. Details remain posted at am12athepatriot.com. But if you reserve the seat, it's as simple as this. 
October 6, 5 p.m. at the Best Western Premiere in Burnsville. We'll have a great dinner, a photo op, tons of intelligent conversation waiting. Our 20th anniversary gala is supported by Pro-Life Across America. I will see you on October 6, and then we will... See, that's going out and, and, and breaking things music for people in my age back. Although, famously, we did not go out and break things. That was just... By the way, we'll, we'll talk uh, later on next hour about the um, the rally in D.C. <laughs> the so, I'm making the scare quotes in the air right now. The so-called rally in D.C., which is a fairly transparent shake-and-bake operation. Uh, but let's talk... Uh, this is, by the way, uh, the Patriot premiere, uh, Patriot 20th Anniversary Gale with Dennis Prager, Charlie Kirk. I'll be there. Jack Tomzak, uh, Brad Carlson will be at the Narn table, which sold out, I think, before any other table in the place, which just makes me think, thank you. Thanks to all of you who have made the Narn the success it is for the past going on 18 years now. That blows my mind. Uh, it never fails to blow my mind completely. Anyway, looking forward to that. It's the first uh, event we've had since the pandemic started. You've heard about the, the COVID pandemic. Literally, we've been talking about it for almost two years now. But there's another pandemic out there. It's a pandemic of civics illiteracy. I want to talk about that for a moment today. This past week, a state uh, district judge threw out a lawsuit by a group of Metro area parents, shall we say, who were seeking an order. Let me make sure I get this straight. They were seeking an order from a judge requiring the governor to issue a statewide mask mandate and to reinstate the state of emergency. Now, let's make sure we're clear on this. Actually, Let's. I mean, the story itself. I, I'm. It's, I'm a little amazed, quite frankly, given some of the howlers that the Minnesota judiciary has arfed up here over this last, well, over my entire time in this state. Frankly, I'm amazed. But the judge shot it down. And listening to some of the judge's rhetoric, I'm kind of amazed, even at this remove. Although not as much as I might have been. I'll explain that in a moment. Here, the quote is: "While this court is gravely concerned about the public health consequences of the failure of school districts to implement the guidance of the CDC and of the Minnesota Department of Health regarding the use of masks for children, teachers, and staff in K-12 public schools," said the judge in, in his ruling. "Quote, and this is the important part, and, and and in some ways the revolutionary part." And I quote, the judiciary cannot order a co-equal branch of government to exercise its discretionary political judgment to implement a specific educational policy. Now, let me rephrase that in plain English. And that was relatively plain, but just in case you missed it. The parents who filed the suit wanted a member of the judicial branch to order and compel the head of the executive branch to seize the authority of the legislative branch, which is literally a violation of every possible premise of separation of powers, of of federalism, of of the delineation of powers that government at every level is supposed to have. An attempt to completely trample the effective separation of powers that our Constitution at the federal and state levels are supposed to grant us. The branches of government, the judiciary, the legislature at all levels, the, the con- from Congress down through the, uh, the state legislatures, down through your county commissions and city councils, and the executive branch, the president and the national executive branch, the governor and, and his executive branch, your mayor, and and what amounts to the executive branch of each and every one of your cities and counties. They are co-equal branches. They check and balance each other. And they exist to keep the other branches from getting too powerful. So, you have a group of parents in this city, apparently with enough clout, and power to hire a lawyer to file a case to take it to state district court to demand the judiciary the judicial branch 
seize control of the governor to order him to do something that would seize control of something that is rightfully the legislative branch's prerogative, at the, as the legislature belatedly pointed out last June by, in a bipartisan majority, revoking the governor's emergency powers, which he had held for a solid year longer than he should have, thanks to the DFL. But you have a bunch of parents who, in the interest of imposing their control over the lives of people around them, because masking children does not a darned bit of good, and you see this all around the world, as as the governments that most of these Twin City parents, it's not a, a stretch to expect that, that most of these Twin City parents involved are DFLers, are DFLers that, like an awful lot of people in the metro area on the left side of the aisle, lionize and idolize and, and idealize the governments of countries like Denmark, Sweden, Finland, and Norway, three of which are deregulating their societies very quickly. Sweden famously went light on regulations. Finland we're told by good friend of the show, uh, Pamela from the greater Helsinki area, has ended is ending most of their restrictions unless you're on mass transit where you still have to wear a mask. And of all things, Denmark, which this past week said, we're done. We're done. We're deregulating almost all of Danish society because we found out that mask mandates really don't have any effect on COVID infections, least of, less still COVID deaths and hospitalizations. There's an ongoing argument about vaccinations, and, that, and we'll talk about that later on in the broadcast, most likely as well. But these governments that these Twin Cities parents likely look at as the models of what a social democratic government as they fancy Minnesota's to be, should be, is repudiating and rebuking them with their own policies as we speak. The parents wanted to compel a judicial branch officer, a judge, to take over the governor's branch and the legislature's legislature's branch. And as we see the news headlines focus obsessively on this so-called rally in D.C. today to uh, cover the so-called insurrection on January 6th, and that's worth a a large discussion right there, the the so-called insurrection on January 6th, which we talked about at some depth last week as well on this broadcast. It's worth pointing out that Asking one branch to seize power over not just one, but two other branches by fiat is no less an insurrection. Demanding, I mean, it's ineffective, and the judge rightly shot it down, not as vehemently as I would have liked to have seen, but that's fine. That's what judges do, if you're lucky. But... Having that little respect and regard and tolerance for the separation of powers that limit government power, which is one of the things, one of the the few things that separates America, uh, one of the most important things that separates the American system from other systems around the world, the fact that government is supposed to be limited in power. And that limitation comes from the checks and balances that arise from separation of powers. We have a pandemic in this country. It's a pandemic of civics illiteracy. Uh, We have another pandemic in this country, and it's a a pandemic of what uh, sometimes referred to as nimbyism, not in my backyardism, and and, and hypocrisy in some way. I mean, we saw this written large in the last uh, two weeks here as uh, as we saw the juxtaposition between the <clears throat> attack on Jesse Smollett a few years back where he faked an attack on him by <clears throat> Trump supporters who were somehow wandering around downtown Chicago in the wee hours of the morning in full MAGA wear and skated, completely skated in every way. I mean, the national dialogue turned to the, the racism endemic in modern society for weeks after that attack. 
which turned out to be a hoax. In fact, leading to my actually we had uh, yeah leading to the the incorporation of Berg's I believe eighteenth law into the canon of Berg's laws, which says that any hate crime that isn't accompanied by absolutely unquestionable video of the event hap taking place should probably be concerned, uh, considered a hoax until proven otherwise. And people should work assiduously to prove hate crimes are hate crimes because hate is bad, yeah? But the, the predominance of hoaxes among these hate crimes is overwhelming. Oh, speaking of hoaxes, this past week, the a ringleader of the bombing of the Dar al-Farouk Mosque four years ago that we've covered extensively on this broadcast uh, was was uh, sentenced to a very, very deservedly long jail term. Uh, the, the person who, by the way, uh, is a is, is decided to become transgender uh, during their time in in uh, in detention. I uh, was sentenced to something like 53 years for attempting to bomb the Dar al-Farouk Mosque. It's a ju- justified sentence. In a society uh, where the, the ruling class is talking incessantly about the oncoming wave of white supremacist violence, this was one of the very, very vanishingly few rare examples of the, rear thi- uh, the real thing. And uh, I, I'm here to salute those involved in putting this person and his accomplices, well, her, whatever, accomplices in jail for a very long time. The thing I'd like to point out, though, is that in the immediate aftermath of the attempt to bomb the Dar al-Farouk Mosque, which fizzled with the fizzling of the intended pipe bomb, but still damaged the mosque rather terribly, the Reverend Nancy Nord Bentz, at that time the flailing, failing chair of Protect Minnesota, went on social media to ask if the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus could provide information as to who the uh, perpetrator was as if a gun owner's organization is inextricably tied with white supremacist terror. Reverend Nancy Nordbentz, you still owe every gun owner in Minnesota an apology for that little bit of slander right there. Uh, We'll be waiting. I'll always be waiting. I'll certainly ask next time we talk. Oh, we will talk. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you certain that your forever after is taken care of with your retirement plan? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing how to build confidence in and remain confident in retirement. After all, peace of mind in retirement will make your golden years much more enjoyable. Alan Mike will share with you five ways to remain confident in retirement. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon on Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them right now with your questions at 855 231 601 Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. Join the Freedom Fan Club today, and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, How to Raise a Conservative Daughter, by Michelle Easton. Register to win at am1280thepatriot.com. It's to end at a grilling season, and Premier Pool and Spa has huge deals right now on all their Louisiana grills. No way. You mean like when they sell the toques for cheap during the spring because you don't really need them to cover your noggin when the weather's warming up, right? Absolutely correct, bro. Oh, but wait a minute. 
Fall's like prime smoking season. You can still grill and smoke year-round with the Louisiana Grill, right? You know it. The Louisiana Pellet Grill from Premier Pool and Spas boat a grill and a smoker. And it got these amazing winter smoker covers, so you can even use them when it's like below zero. So the grilling season never really ends, but I still get those low-end-of-season prices, right? You got it, plus a free 40-pound bag of pellets with your purchase and free bucket liners and a fancy grill cover if you buy one at the top-of-the-line models. Hey, so don't wait. Get your own Made in America Louisiana a grill at end of season prices plus all those extra goodies at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. Louisiana Grills, you deserve it. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, don't forget, we are the Northern Alliance going on 18 years strong dominating Twin Cities weekend radio, which means really dominating all media. Jack Tomzak is coming up at 3 o'clock today. He will have a bevy of guests. He is a guy who knows where the bodies are buried in terms of Minnesota politics. Uh, ben, uh, ben, Ben, what am I saying here? Uh, Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow. I don't know where that was going. Ben Shapiro, of course, normally heard weekday afternoons on Freedom 1570. But Brad Carlson heard tomorrow. From 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. There, I meant to say it exactly that way. Of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Anyway, we're talking about examples of this uh, rights, freedom, uh, dignity for thee, but not for me. And and, and it's interesting. The, the party that, 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 that harps endlessly about privilege is the one that is practicing the use of privilege more than 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 any other uh, not just the privilege of being able to go out in public and and act like human beings and socialize something that human beings are wired to do that they can't escape from uh, the french laundry episode london breed uh being seen uh, moshing it up in some underground car basement club where the air is probably no more healthy to breathe than i don't know in a in, in a freshman dorm room uh, so many of these episodes i mean nancy pelosi and Lori lightfoot getting special dispensations to get their hair cut by barbers in barbershop or hairstylists i guess in barbershops Hairstyles, hair salons, salons, they call them for women, don't they? That's right. Okay. Uh, All of that. We have that going on here in the Twin Cities. And in fact, this story passed with barely a squeak and certainly none of the uh, none of the moral condemnation it should have gotten. Because this this is an episode where you, you see the the way the left likes to manipulate the levers of power, tries to manipulate the levers of power. Uh, in in the Twin Cities, like the previous story where they tried to get the uh, judicial branch to basically stage a legal coup against the governor to shut down the authority of the legislature, an actual insurgency, to actually violate uh, and, and frankly trample the Constitution. Here is another one. St. Paul progressives are big about high-density housing and development. They love high-density housing and development, stacking uh, people in apartments three, four, five, seven stories tall, more if they can manage it, basically trying to turn uh, neighborhoods into new little downtowns all over the place here to, to pack people into apartments and condos with little or no parking, by the way, trying to jam people onto mass transit as they do it, provided that those the mass housing affordable, uh, stacked-up housing units are in places like ah, the Midway or Frogtown or the East Side, the Lower East Side, mind you. Other parts of town, not so much. Uh, I mean, they love the high-density housing development as long as it's not in their backyard, which is a fair way of describing Grand Avenue, especially the part of Grand Avenue that runs through the neighborhood we call Crocus Hill in St. Paul. It's the part of uh, south of Selby between roughly Lexington and Dale, maybe Western. Uh, well, so between some along Summit Avenue, Grand Avenue, St. Clair. It's a beautiful part of town. A lot of pre-World War One housing, beautiful Victorian and Edwardian houses uh, kept up in marvelous condition by people with more money than I would know how to spend. 
Lots and lots of money in that neighborhood. And by the way, lots of political clout. A lot of St. Paul's political class and political consultant class and the, what we really call a, a ruling class lives in places like Crocus Hill, St. Anthony Park, Irvine Park, the, the uh, Tangletown, the, the posh Le- uh, Merriam Park. Oh, good God. <laughs> Merriam Park, Crocus Hill between them. More interventionist neo-socialist Budinskis than you could possibly store in one of those five deep condo units. But darned if none of those five deep condo units are being built there. And they made their displeasure with the idea known. Uh, This from the Pioneer Press this past week. Neighbors who rallied together under the title Friends of a Better Way St. Paul had said the St. Paul Planning Commission had mishandled a series of zoning variances related to the height and density of a proposed structure that would have replaced Dixie's Bar, that will now replace Dixie's Bar, a a long-time watering hole on on Grand Avenue, which will span 80 residential apartments and four restaurant-ready commercial spaces at ground level. The sort of high-density housing that they're trying to shoehorn in every other part of St. Paul where the ruling class doesn't live, like the Midway, like the West Midway, where they're basically trying to build a third downtown, where they've taken the old warehouses of what we call the St. Paul Warehouse District between, say, Raymond and Fairview, and are piling up these ticky-tack little condo units five, six, seven stories tall, or converting warehouses into condo units, which are kind of nice looking if you're into the condo thing, which not anymore I'm not. They want them built all over the place, but not on Grand Avenue. They took it to court. They got shot down. The city council is proceeding with the high-density development plan over the wishes of the clout-besotted neighbors who are the political class in St. Paul. Hard to believe. And by the way, I'm sure there will be consequences at some point. I don't think the story is over. But fearless prediction. The development may well get built someday, but only after the city spends enough on fighting the court case against the well-heeled neighborhood, which is awash in political clout, to have hired 200 new St. Paul policemen. That's my fearless prediction. This will go on in the courts, and the legal bills for the city to go up against one of the most powerful groups of voters in the city of St. Paul, a neighborhood that runs the political class in St. Paul, that pulls strings you don't even know exist, is going to cost the city so much money they could have reinflated the St. Paul Police Department. Now, opportunity lost here, folks. Uh, Senator Di- uh, Michelle Benson, Ms. Senator Michelle Benson, joins us right after this. She's running for governor of the state of Minnesota on the Republican ticket. We get to meet Senator Benson right after this. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance. We'll be right back. When the forgotten poor are suffering and in need of healing, They wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. Heroes of mercy like these. Every human being has the right to be treated as human, to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the look in that patient's eyes or the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. You bring hope and healing to one person, but that person belongs to a family, and that family belongs to a community. Together, these heroes of mercy and friends like you bring hope and healing to those who desperately need it. Thank you! Thank you! To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org today. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. What is our family Blu-ray pick of the week? Well, it's the Boss Baby family business. Baby Core wants to get the team back together, huh? No, they think that's a terrible idea. Lots of fun for the whole gang, plus a strong message of the family bond. I'm the Boss Applesauce, and I think you two are better together than you are apart. Well, I work alone. Hey, there's no I in team. Actually, there's no you in team either. The Boss Baby family business on Blu-ray and DVD. For more information, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. 
Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Then join Dale Tondrick for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11 a.m. Call Dale Tondrick now to get your complimentary customized retirement and income kit, plus the free retirement and income book at 844-320-7233. That's 844-320-SAFE. The Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11. No market risk retirement strategies. Happy. Happy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.